Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method. And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. Happy day. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. It's, it's, uh, it's a good day to be podcasting with you. Oh, always. It's about time we did, right? I know. <laughs> We're back, everybody. We're back. That's the good thing about not having a set schedule. We or just... a boss. We don't even have a boss over this. Of course, we, have, we do you have are. a producer. I'm not the boss of the podcast. <laughs> I feel like you're the boss. You're the one with the headset on your head. Boom. Yeah. And, she, and so I have to depend on you to say, oh, yeah, you feel you sound great. You sound but, great. So I hope I sound great. I know. <laughs> well, you sound great because you've had a great January. Mm. We are recapping the month of January. In the year 2022. Is that okay. the year we're in? Yes, it is. And I want to <laughs> give some knows? I want to give some major props to January. January is a is a trodden down month. People <laughs> go, oh man, I can't stand it. It's too dark. It's too cold. It's too this. It's too that. There's nothing to do. Oh, we still got all these problems in the world. And I'm I'm just saying. Every January of every year of my life has been my favorite month of the year. Is there a reason why? No. And I know you think I'm going to say it's because my birthday. It is your birthday in January. You've but had a birthday and that's exciting. It is exciting. And maybe that, of course, of course, that's part of it because mm-hmm. I do love my birthday and I did celebrate it well this year, uh, quietly, but well, thank, mm-hmm. thanks to you. Um, but no, every January to me is a time to hunker in, settle in, light the fire, mm-hmm. get the cozy blankets, get in a nice hot bath, light the candles and read every book you can get your hands on. Sometimes it's just to be quiet. You don't have the need to call up your friends and say, let's get out. Let's do this. Let's mm-hmm. do that. It is to me, it's, you know, right after the holidays, it's before all the fun stuff or insane stuff or whatever starts happening around, you know, Valentine's and all that, where people are like coming out of hibernation. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like a lot of people do what dry January. Yeah. Well, I think how's that going for you? I think it's just a waste of time. I mean, why do you want to? I mean, of course, if you don't want to drink, don't drink. Right, right. But why would you pick a month and go, I'm not going to drink in January? Nothing like a good glass of red wine and like the three books I'm reading. And the snow. And the snow. Snow in January. Right, right. That's very true. I mean, I love the snow. And yeah, people go, oh, I don't like it because I can't get out. Well, why don't you just not get out? Yeah. I own a business. I get it. It's it's not comfortable sometimes to have to reschedule your classes. However, we did really well because you got a four-wheel drive and you knocked it out of the park. Finally, one time I had to cancel, but then yeah. once I figured out yeah, how to yeah. get it in, I was yeah. feeling pretty confident. Yeah. yeah. No, and I think people come into January with this rush and sensation of having to change, improve, 
do the oh, resolutions yeah. and the goals. And that just feels aggressive. The pressure, the pressure of the goals. Of course, we love it in the Hilliard Student Methods business because everyone shows up in January. And then by February, it's like at a calm situation again, right? <laughs> but we, I, I just say, don't put so much pressure on yourself. It's, I think it's our calm time. I think it's our time, just like the animals, just like the, it's a hibernation time. Mm-hmm. And we have the ability to do that, some of us. And I own a business and I have the ability to do that. So I think you just, you find a way to do it, whether you're in the business world or, you know, you're taking care of kids, you know, you're, I'm sure it's tough some days when they want to play and stuff, but find indoor activities to do like puzzles. Puzzles. <laughs> Your favorite. I'm like, no, what do you not going to say? Puzzles. Say I hate puzzles. <laughs> They're like my, if I really hated, really, I know that you love puzzles, but what have I been doing all of January? Reading. And painting. Oh, oh sorry. I forgot. Painting. Now you're a little Picasso. I was like bathing. <laughs> well, I've been bathing a lot too. Hot bath. Hot, hot, no, very hot. you're really talented. Well, you're let's an artist. not jump the gun, right? <laughs> you're doing a, you're, you've just started. Mm-hmm. You've got acrylics, which you call resins, which I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. That's a Concord or an old school term, or maybe it's correct. No, I'm pretty sure it's but just it's funny. me being insane. Right? And and watercolors. And which one do you like better? Watercolors for sure. Why? But I, listen, I know next to nothing. Here's what I've learned. Michael's. Okay. You know, Park Road <laughs> Shopping Center has got my favorite yeah. people. I've always not, I've been a not big fan of Michael's, but they've got all the paints. So I've gone in and I've gotten the acrylics. And the watercolors and so far, and I know nothing so far, the watercolors are my game. I mean, I have got some game on the watercolors. So even my son-in-law the other day goes, uh, you need to probably relax on the refrigerator magnets and literally put those in a frame. And that was like the biggest compliment ever. We'll frame these up. Yeah. So find a hobby, right? A new one. Yeah. Just try it. Or do nothing. Read these books. There's a lot of good books out. Mm-hmm. hmm So your hibernation has been going well. We Come can take in. the pressure off and, you know, this is coming out the beginning of February. hmm Try again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> There's no rule book on when to try something new or not. But find that time to be quiet. I mean, if we don't, it's, it's just, it's a meditative month. Mm-hmm. It's literally slowing your heart rate down and just relax. And if you didn't, if you forgot to do it in January, take a couple of days in February and read some books and quit, you know, looking at your phone all day long, mm, you know, one. and just, I, that's what I've been doing. I literally put the music on. Okay. There was a weekend and I'm not going to keep going on it, but it was a weekend where you were gone. Uh, and now that all, that I'm not a full-time mom with a 10 year old always, I mean, I am some, but now that her dad is back, she was gone and I had a weekend to myself. I bet you loved it. I kind of did. Yeah. Sorry. That's sorry to admit that. <laughs> no offense. But lots of baths, lots of painting and three books going in tandem. And you know, I can't, I can't, ADHD think better, brain I can't <laughs> think of a better way to spend my time. Really and truly. Good. So anyway, I'll be ready for the party soon, but right now, right now you're, I'm enjoying this. Quietness. You're cool. Yeah. I've kind of settled into it with you. Yes, you have. I mean, we read sometimes in the bed and stuff. I mean, it's great. It's great. I know. I found a couple good books. Yeah. But there are those, you know, that's the good stuff. It's still kind of a challenging, hard time How's for that? everyone. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's just, 
up and down and back and forth. Like one day it'll be great news. Like our director of operations, Carrie, who we always talk about, she had a baby. A baby girl. Congratulations. So a baby girl named Eleanor. She's beautiful. It's just like Carrie. So that's her second. So that's good. That mm-hmm. happened. She finally came. And then the next minute, it's kind of like, oh, like a neighbor's mother passed away. Yeah. And we have a friend who reached out and has her partner on life support for COVID. I mean, it is just very it's the it's, up and down. Yeah. Or the ebb and flow, as you've been using those terms mm-hmm. a lot. You were like, gosh, the ebb and flow of life. is just, it's just a constant and finding that constant in the middle of everybody I know has experienced loss. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody that's been untouched by it or if not loss, real deep sickness and sadness and hurt. Right. And, um, stresses in different yeah. levels. Yeah. And we're always trying to get out of that situation. Like I understand it, you know, like I just want to maybe plan a trip and go out of town or go to another country mm. because the stress of life is so intense and it's been super intense during this winter with sickness and, and, things. Um, but I kind of riding it too, riding it and finding that, that medium ground, that, Mm -hmm. that balance, that, that place that you're, whether you're in the, oh my God, the horror of it or the joy of it, Uh you find that you can stand in both of them without falling apart or off the, you know, off your city ground. Can you be specific about that though? Like that all sounds so yeah, wonderful, but like life keeps happening and we have to keep doing, and we're either in quarantine or at, you know, the mercy of someone or something else, a job, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, what are the steps actually to being able to feel grounded and having your feet grounded, but also fluid in Mm -hmm. order to roll. Sort of like surfing. Honestly, it's finding balance and surfing it. Well, I know I'm not good at that. Well, no, but no, (laughs) intentionally, it's a visual that I can see. Mm. I mean, for instance, when I have been, uh, you know, an acting mother to my granddaughter um, and I would really like some time alone sometimes to just sort of get my wits about me and, you know, stop worrying about 20 other things like the health of uh, my grandson or the business or whatever this, whatever that is. I just stop in my tracks and I look maybe it's generally at you or it's generally at my girl, Aubrey, my granddaughter and whatever's going on. She Mm -hmm. could be having a fit or something, anything. I just try to breathe in and, and see the beauty of the fact that we're alive and we're here and that underneath all the chaos, there is the groundingness of, of self and, and, and of love of the fact that, you know, I'm here, I'm not sick. I'm not, I'm not, I'm good. And that you are in front of me mm-hmm. and you might be wigging out because of something, <laughs> Likely. but you're here. And I know right. that, that that's part of you that's doing that. And I know that with hmm. my granddaughter, that that's part of her that's doing that. I know that with my grandson, he's been through more than I can even physically imagine. I can, I, to imagine it is very hard for me to know what he's gone through, but he keeps his grounding. Right. And He's a a young boy. So it's just, I hate using the words like steadying yourself and remember your, who you are. Right. But I think the the joke of sometimes you got to pull your driver's license out of your purse and go, oh yeah, there I am. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There it is. There's my birthday. I'm alive. I'm here. Um, It's hard, but the breath, 
the breathing, which we've talked about a million times, mm-hmm. some, kind of, some kind of bring you back to the conscious now, because the conscious now is the only thing you have. And you, when things get all out of whack, you think that then you start using that whole imagination and worry of the future. Oh my gosh, if this is happening, oh gosh, what's going to happen in five minutes? Is she going to, you know, are we going to fail a grade? Are we going to, you know, get, anyway, things can be terrible in our minds and remembering that our minds can trick us. Right. Always. And their minds really love to panic. (laughs) Mine does. They do. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why those physical things, whether it's for you more of a visualization Mm -hmm. or for us physicality and movement and exercise or painting or meditating Mm -hmm. or reading, whatever it is Mm -hmm. to find that stillness is so important. And I love what you said about, I know that's just a piece of you. I know that's a piece of her when, and I'm I'm so grateful for that. I mean, that's, we talk a lot about how lucky we are in our relationship. Yeah. I think, and I know you do too, how positive it is, how we uplift each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because of that wisdom for you to be able to not be reactionary, to let me lose my shit. And you go, I know this is not who you are. I'm not mad at you for this. I'm not whatever else that you see. Right. Me for who I am and know that that is a piece of what's happening. And I'm just thankful. Well, thank, thank you. That, and, uh, but all you do it to me too. You do it for me as Mm -hmm. well. And I don't, you think that just takes practice for for you to see me maybe, and I don't lose my temper hardly ever, except when my garage door breaks. (laughs) So you, you, you can see me maybe get outside of myself and, and let something get the best of me, but you also see that in me. And I think that's what we can do for each other, whether we're in a love relationship or partnership, or we're just friends with people that we're coming in contact with daily Mm -hmm. is, is look and see, is their behavior who they are? In in many ways, we don't know other people, but if you have friends and you see that they're having a hard time and maybe they're being cruel or mean or angry, that's, you just remember there's hurt there. And what's under that is who they really are. Mm. And the pain is acting out as, as anger or, you know, whatever it is, jealousy or meanness. Um, And so therefore it doesn't bother me. I mean, I can, I can, okay. I sound like I've got this together, but I don't, (laughs) but I, what I do know, there's certain things I do know is that if I see you acting Mm -hmm. a certain way that I can get past it, maybe you're even throwing some bullets and darts at me. You're maybe you're mad at me, but I can see and let those darts go past me and go over me and not connect into my solar plexus because I see that you're coming from her. And so mm-hmm. aside of me mm-hmm. goes, let's just step aside, allow her, allow her to be that way without reacting and going sucker punching you right back. Right. And I think a lot of that comes from knowing somebody and caring about somebody really well, that when you are in like a calm state mm-hmm. that you fill each other up in ways that you understand each other, that you know about each other, that you spend the time to get that so that when things do get tougher, harder, stressful, mm-hmm. you n- know the root of the person and you get why. Yeah. There being that not to be so reactionary and take it so personally, mm-hmm. but to let people in this b- almost real legit bubbles that we're all finding ourselves in 
Yeah, I like our bubbles. I want to say something personally, though, because one of our acquaintance, I always almost want to say a friend, girl, person we work with now. She said to me the other day, she goes, I really love your podcast. She goes, but could you tell more personal stories? Hmm. And, and we have avoided that because we feel that if we tell personal stories that we will be, um, making this podcast about ourselves and not about others. But sometimes the way to relate to, for people to relate to where they're getting at is Mm -hmm. to really specifically say, Right. And, you know, if you're comfortable about talking about anything, I just remember yesterday and I won't go into a specific story about Lee, but go ahead. And the other day, <laughs> we're going to do the other it. Day, I, the other day I had a meltdown too, but yesterday you just sort of, you, you kind of fell apart and, mm-hmm. um, and you felt, well, tell me how you felt. Didn't you feel like things were coming down on? You? Right. I mean, I felt physically tired and sore and in pain, right? So I'm not a great sleeper. As you say, I sleep like a crustacean on the bottom of the ocean. Like either that or on top of me, right? Yeah. And so like the neck is kind of Mm -hmm. jacked up and I'm working with a great person to kind of help me let that loose. Mm -hmm. So I think whenever you have a low level, like literal pain in the neck Mm -hmm. that you hold some tension. So that's number one, holding some physical tension. Number two, um, we have carry out on maternity leave mm-hmm. and there's some things falling in my lap on top of what I usually do that take me longer to do than it would her because it's not what I usually do. Mm-hmm. And whenever I don't do things very efficiently or there's a mistake or I don't do it right, I really beat myself up instead of just roll with that. So you said something like one more action item, whatever landed on my plate or in my lap. And you said something, I can't remember what it was. And I just burst into tears. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I you did. did. Yeah, I you was did. Like, it's too much. I can't handle it. Now I've it got was, to do this. It was a pretty simple request, but you know. And- oh, I know what it was. We were in the car and you were just annoyed that I wasn't speaking to you <laughs> because I was trying to laser focus and do some things right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've got my shoulders up to my ears and I'm on the She's computer, on the computer trying in to my really small out. car yeah. on the highway going to Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. And I said something and you, and I, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And it was, a, and it was a really, you sort of really attacked in. Mm-hmm. And so I went, wow. We're going to Okay. I'm going to roll down the window and let those arrows just fly right out the window. <laughs> I'm going to turn up NPR. Yeah. Push down the window <laughs> and let this yeah, simmer. Let, yeah. But I think that helps that I could release that. Mm -hmm. Then when I got it together, I could say, this is how I'm feeling. Right. I'm sorry. I want to talk to you, but I'm feeling like a lot is happening. Well, sometimes, sometimes our boundary of boss and partner Mm. can hit the wall and that's when it did. Right. 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 So I was simply just doing what I do, which is, and we need these things done. Right. I wasn't saying you had to do them. Right. <laughs> I was just saying, these are the things that need to be done. We're, and in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, we have four people that can do these kind of things. And you right. were thinking, no, she wants me to do all these and I'm already doing this. And so that's what's right. <laughs> but, you know, again, that could have gone way out of whack. And I'm, uh, yeah, it sounds like I'm patting us on the back, but maybe I am a little bit because we 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 handled it. Yep. Yeah. And that's an and example of react. yeah, <laughs> of just day-to-day stressors that is not a 
big time life stress, you know, but when you can micro, not micromanage, manage those little things Mm -hmm. better and let them happen and occur and move forward. It's so you're not going to have those massive explosions. And so maybe when your husband comes home tonight (laughs) and you go, I've been with the kids all day long. Could we please go out to dinner? And he just turns on you and goes, you don't know what my life has been like today in this office or whatever he's been doing all day. Mm -hmm. And he just thunders right back at you. I think if everybody can take a deep, 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 deepest breath ever, step back and go, wow, we both came at each other really hot there, didn't we? You know, start again. I love you. How was your day? Oh, it was that shitty. Well, then we don't need to talk about that. Let's take some breaths and get away from each other for a minute. Well, because we can really attack the people we love the most because we have the uh, safety net to do so. Yeah. And so it's doing that in a reasonable, loving fashion. Yeah. But I I, I just love that. The more, the more I think we expose that and talk about that Mm -hmm. and maybe you and I do right now on this podcast and just, you know, there's a lot of great podcasts and self care help books, but basically it's just knowing that not everybody's thoughts at that moment and their words are exactly what's in their heart. Exactly. It's so many times a reaction or a a tiredness, a scaredness, Mm -hmm. I'm not enoughness. I hurt. Uh, I feel somebody's hurt me. I feel alone. God, I think people are feeling that all of those really feelings alone. a yeah. lot right now. Yeah. A lot. Um, I mean, I, I've, I like to think I've got it together, but the other day you had to pull me out of the mud on the same stuff. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. Well, no, I'm not gonna go no we're not going to do the <laughs> tip for tip. We have to do expose on well, me, no, I my just, stupid I, no, meltdown. And I you finally to- woke up on my 68th birthday and I went, wow, I am really fucking old. <laughs> You went, well, yeah, we go. Here, no, but, but I mean, then I, I kind of uh-huh. like, I went down and uh-huh. I never go down on my birthday. That's just what I don't do. Cause I love to celebrate my, I, lo- I love to celebrate being alive. Well, if I would recall, you were good on your birthday. Okay. Was it the day after? I mean, shortly thereafter. Yeah. 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 Good. God. Yeah. I hope you had a nice birthday. I had a great birthday. <laughs> no, it was a little bit after that. You were starting to say, I feel so old. I'm just old. Well, I mean, Yeah. And, and my hair is falling out and I don't know why. And so now I'm like, you know, buying all these products and going, why is my hair falling out? And so then I cut my hair. Oh, <laughs> chopped it off. And I'm like, oh my God, I look like a dyke now. And you're like, Whoa. oh, sorry. We're not, I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm, no, we don't say those words, oh but God. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that look and not that that's a mm-hmm. bad look, but for me, it's a bad look. And so I didn't want to no. look like that. How many people a day compliment your hair? Uh, Several. I Literally. Once in a while. No, it looks great. It's just, let's back this up. Did we say this in a podcast before? I show up in Memphis on Christmas to see you. I I didn't know you got a haircut. And so I thought it was tucked back and I just go, where'd your hair go? (laughs) It just was so shockingly different. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And so now I just laugh because when you say, and I have no hair, I'm like, yeah, you cut half of it off. (laughs) I mean, you still have it. It felt really good when I did it. Good. Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, letting something go. And then Mm -hmm. in that case, it was my hair. Now I've let too much of it go. It needs to come back. (laughs) No, but I mean, seriously, Mm -hmm. to be a 68 year old woman and this short hair, like you have to have beautiful features to showcase (laughs) and you do, and you look like a young person. Okay. Now you're just blowing up my skirt, but continue on. I'm saying what everybody else says. And I'm sorry that you feel that way. No, I don't feel that way. It was a moment, right? right? But you knew that wasn't really, you know. Yeah. The other moment you lost it is you called me at the studio (laughs) 
And this is in reference to the garage door breaking and you were that was, real oh, mad. Was, no. Okay, everybody, you're this ready. Is, You've got yeah. your briefcase in hand, your purse your is in briefcase. hand. My briefcase is now my ex Neiman Marcus bag that has my computer <laughs> in it, my calendar, my checkbook, all those things. And I call it my briefcase, right? Your it's checkbook. my, anyway, I go out to the garage, hit the button. Nothing happens. And to be clear, you had just paid three thousand lumps. I'm going to give the real money out to six thousand dollars. You would just fix, just fix the garage. Air quotes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it won't open. What do you do? I thundered into the house, like, and called a person, and was I should have taken a lot of breaths before I called the garage people. Mm -hmm. They were very nice and and respectful back to me, and I was angry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd spent some real money, but then right off of that, still burning hot, I called you up. I'm uh-huh. like, I need to get, I need a ride. I need, I need X, Y, Z. What's going on at the studio? Have you done this, that, the other? I'm, you know, then I'm turning into the mean boss person. But not really because your intention was, was to come in and help me. Yes. And that was the intention. Right. And so I was trying to say, I'm okay. <laughs> You're stuck. We're okay. <laughs> but also rewind to the garage door. You manually like released it so you could lift it up and then it almost fell and broke your foot off. No, if my foot had been one more inch under that, I've already seen it in my eye and my visual, my foot would have been cut off. Both of them would have been cut off. (laughs) I would have bled to death because I couldn't have reached my phone. Bad look for business. Yeah, really and truly. So I was furious because the door literally fell. It's like a 600 pound door. Mm. So that was fun. But anyway, you know, and so there's you go. There you go. There's the ebb and flow of life. Well, it's also when you have set yourself up to do something or an expectation that, Mm -hmm. you know, is going to make you feel better. You were going to come in and help me. You were going to move your body and get a workout Mm -hmm. and then you're stuck. And that's just the anger there. And then you have to, you know, readjust right, and find a different way to let your creative outlet. But I'm really glad I'm with you because you really taught me, you know, I was, I was diffused quickly. Well, that's good. I was. Uh, uh, to be clear, like, please stay at home and don't she come was. in here and bother me. Yeah, You're like, what can I do now? And you like, just move things around. I'm like, nothing. Yeah, you were, you were, you were very condescending, but at the same time, sweet. <laughs> it was very, it was okay. I get your condescensions, condescension. I can't say the word. It's okay. But uh, it was sweet. Sorry. So anyway, it all worked out. Point being, we are all going through stuff. Mm-hmm breaths, moments. Where am I in the moment? Where am I in the moment? Because the moment is all you got. And sometimes I actually, that day I actually chose to be angry because mm-hmm. I could feel it coming. I went, I want this to come. I need I gotcha. this anger to come. Yeah. And I let it come and boy. Ripping off the bandaid of whatever. Yeah. That rip somebody off. Scab is kind of, sometimes you got to let it flow. Yeah. Well, I did. You did. Yeah. Check, check. So, so on a scale of one to 10, how's your January going? Uh, okay. I like some data I would here. say, okay, you know, I love January. I, I would say I'm going to give January an eight. Excellent. Like, and that's if 10 is the best. Yeah. No, it's an eight. Yeah. You have a glitch. You have a thing go on. I've also had all this time alone. I have time with you. I have time with Aubrey, my, my mm-hmm. granddaughter. Um, I've gotten to see more of my son-in-law. It's just been great. And I've gotten great news. The best part of my January is the greatest news of all that my grandson just finished his chemotherapy and he will be home in three weeks. Coming home. And I mean, that's when you you go of everything that's important. That's the most important thing of all mm-hmm. is the health of my family and 
just seeing them feel good and finally see lightness and hope and just happiness in the air. You know? It's time. Yeah. So the, the, those things don't matter. And so I wouldn't want to, I, I choose my words carefully with the people I love. Right. I don't thunder into people I love. And if I do, I quickly apologize. And I have to you. No, I think you handle all of that really well. I, I want to ask you, do you think that mentality has changed with him having had a cancer diagnosis and been away for at this point, almost a year? I know you've always been like that, but has it put it more into perspective for you? It has honed my skill. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think this is one thing I want to say, everyone needs to practice this skill, the practice of seeing clearly what's important in life. And if it's something other than the person and the love you have for that person, mm -hmm. then it's coming from a place of hurt or scaredness or fear. When we lash out at people is from fear. So any any difficulties I've had within my own personal family, my immediate family has been resolved because it became absolutely unimportant. What's important, we all know now, and we always did, but we allowed some of the playing out of the hurt and the pain, the fears to be there. But I will say as a group, I'm really proud of my family mm -hmm. because we have all chosen to work from a place of love and not a place of fear and a place of hope, but not the kind of hope that says, Oh, if he doesn't get better, woe is us or what will happen. Right. But a place, place of love that says, no matter what happens, we are good. And we have right now. And so to see him come through this and he has come through it and to see him coming home and healthy mm. is the greatest blessing of all. So my January is more than an eight. I know it just went up a few notches, right? See, see, I had to remind them. And sometimes that's right. what you do. You count your blessings. And and if nothing happened but that, and I, I didn't have any of this other the other things that have happened, that right. would be enough. Right. Oh, so. and the bonus, good. the bonus points are we're still here together. We're healthy. And the people that we know and love are, you know, we're standing by them, healthy or not healthy. Mm -hmm shoulder to shoulder with a lot of people that are suffering yeah, and finding joy and love to share with them where we can. That's the key to everything. And I think as cliche as just saying count your blessings is it is the truth. It is. The I truth. mean, it is the truth. I think there's one thing I want to do. It's so simple. Yeah, it is simple. I think there's one thing I want to do that I keep saying I'm going to do it. And mm -hmm. I think we've said it on the podcast. I want to start writing it with a, with a pen and paper. Uh -huh. I do a lot of computer work and mm -hmm. I bet you a lot of other people do too, because I have a journal that is massive on my computer, but I'm going to start writing it on pencil and paper, pen mm -hmm. and paper, because there's something about the realness of the touch of writing the, your blessings, thankfulness, whatever you're thankful for, or whatever you hope your aspirations that give them more, um, more yeah. physicalness. Mm -hmm. Kind of brings them into the reality instead of just the thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's the next step, you know, put it on paper, read it again, feel it inside, mm -hmm. start making the next list of how do you make that happen? Like if you want to build the house, how do you do it? You make a plan. If you want to build a life, how do you do it? You make a plan. If you want to forgive a friend, how do you do it? You write it down and you make a plan. You know, that's one of the hardest things when people hurt us and we try to forgive them. And then mm -hmm. these things come up in our minds and our, our hearts and 
are like, oh, this still bothers me. Write it down. Yep. Forgive it. Bless it. Let it go. Let it go. And there, that is that, that practice, that presence of being present in the moment, of feeling a thought, thinking it, of writing it down, of seeing it. It just makes that become more of a presence in your life so that that attitude of blessings and abundance is what fills your heart and your time mm-hmm. and your thoughts and the things that you say. And, and the knowing that you already have abundance and you already have love and that's, that's actually who you are. Mm-hmm. And now you just have to let it, they have to see it. It's already there. It's not coming. It's already there. Already there. So we are abundantly joyful <laughs> today. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited for you and the family. That's very good. And you and recap. the family. And, and, you know, those of you that have gotten Lee's emails for the last year or how many months, I don't even know how long it's been. This time has just been mm-hmm. a really long time. It feels a little like. email update chain on the Gray family, how they're doing and Cameron's journey, which is his. So I've never felt like it was my place to say what he was going through, but just any needs or wants or updates. And, Mm -hmm. and I think I'm grateful for everyone for being a part of that who has been and reaching out. Cause I said in the last email that let everybody know that he was coming home and when that, um, it's been a hard year for everybody. I'm sure the people in so many different ways. And so for people going through their own struggles to turn their love and attention and care and prayers, on Cameron, on his family, on anybody else who's gone through anything this year. It's very appreciated. It's seen. It's seen it's and seen. appreciated. It's seen. And it, and, it, and it helps me to remember to do that for other people. Other people. Absolutely. And that's the, that is the beauty of abundance and, and love and passing it forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing it. Are yeah. we excited? We're excited. So let's go to February and, We're and really make excited. it. We're excited. We a busy February coming up. We I'm do. excited for all the stuff. What's happening with business stuff? Yeah. So studio's been going well. We do always love January. Lots of new faces. Faces that haven't been. We do been have a lot of new back, faces. Which is really great. I think um, people are bringing their friends in mm-hmm. and you feel supported and there's a real community aspect. And and so that's really good. In February, we're rolling out some new classes. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday noon, a wild card Wednesday. I'm so excited yeah? about this. I'm going to teach do, one of these. This right? is going to be fun. Like a 40 minute class that kind of targets a little bit more specifically parts of the body, a cardio mm-hmm. core, upper body and core, lower body and a total body. So look for that. We're going to do a date night. Mm-hmm. With the Olsons with for Greg their Olson. the hardest yard, talking about giving. Aren't back. you going to co-teach with Greg? Yeah, he does. I, he knows he's doing a little bit, but we're going to co-teach Greg. <laughs> I'm going to not wait. Like, be on the mic the whole time, and we're going to get through this. This is going to be. It's going to really be really fun. fun. Yeah. So we always like to do that, especially. What is the date again on that? February February twenty fourth. Right. So six thirty p.m. All class. the proceeds will go to the hardest yard. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So it's a great, great calls, especially in February, Valentine's mm-hmm. heart month. Yes. Um, right after this podcast that comes out, we have a beautiful bride event. Yeah. That's coming out. That a podcast will probably come out around the time that that right. is happening. Coming up. So our friend Katrina Hutchins is a bridal an event planner. Mm-hmm. So you and she are going to do a little Q and a with the brides after Abby teaches the class. Yeah. Yeah. Abby Bruggeworth, who's just one of our newest, most brightest trainers will be teaching because she's sort of a recent bride or sort of a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll have a panel and we'll have lots of, we're going to have champagne, of course. Well then I why mean, not come? You're going to have to come to this, right? Right. It's on February 5th, I think. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, the month of February, we are doing a love yourself challenge. So Good. get 14 classes in. Yeah. 
that's the goal this month or more. We have a lot. February's a lot. lot. You got to pack it in with it's 28 fewer days. days. That's right. That's you got to right. do it. You got to do it. So that's the the housekeeping. Everything good. else is good. And thank everybody for your support at, school, oh, at, seriously. at, at, at the studio because it's, we're really, we're just, we're back, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's just ready and doing it. And we're, we're excited to see new faces, older faces, happy, whatever's what is going on in your life. Come on in. We gotcha. We gotcha. We gotcha. I got you. I got you. Thank God. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom, as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to HilliardStudioMethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast.